This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Theorist Alex Jones to pay $4 million to parents after claiming the Sandy Hook massacre was a hoax. New fines for drivers caught speeding near a deadly intersection in Fairfax County. I'm Melissa Howell. The monkeypox outbreak forces the president to declare a public health emergency. We'll talk more about that at 710. It's 7 o'clock. White House demands release of Brittany Griner, sentenced to nine years. Russia is wrongfully detaining Brittany. Monkeypox declared a public health emergency. We're prepared to take our response to the next level in addressing this virus. Alex Jones told to pay up. About $4 million in damages. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. WNBA star Brittany Griner is convicted of drug possession for having vape cartridges with cannabis oil in her luggage and is sentenced to nine years in prison, even after telling a Russian judge... I made an honest mistake, and I hope that in your ruling that it doesn't end my life here. Attention now turns to the prospect of a prisoner swap between the U.S. and Russia. Reaction from the White House, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. As you all know, we have made a substantial offer to bring her and Paul Whelan home. We urge Russia to accept that proposal. President Biden says the verdict is unacceptable. Alex Jones is ordered to pay Sandy Hook parents more than $4 million, the latest from Chris Fox in Austin, Texas. It's the first time the InfoWars host has been held financially liable for repeatedly claiming that the deadliest school shooting in U.S. history was a hoax. The Texas jury has awarded the parents of six-year-old Sandy Hook victim Jesse Lewis $1.5 million apiece for mental anguish with an additional $500,000 for future pain. The parents have asked for $150 million dollars in damages the Austin jury still has to decide the punitive damages against Alex Jones Chris Fox for CBS News Austin the U.S. declares monkeypox a public health emergency in order to bolster the federal response to the growing outbreak. Reporter Sabrina Cupid in Atlanta. Cases have now been detected in every state except Montana and Wyoming. The emergency declaration will strengthen the federal response to the outbreak that's already infected more than 6,600 Americans. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says in addition... The public health emergency is going to mobilize additional boots on the ground to help educate people about actions they can take to limit their exposure as vaccines become more widely available. The World Health Organization declared a global health emergency over the outbreak last month. Sabrina Cupid for CBS News Atlanta. The federal government has filed civil rights charges against four current and former Louisville, Kentucky police officers over the drug raid that led to the death of Breonna Taylor. Feds say the four allegedly came up with a search warrant with no probable cause. Tamika Palmer is Taylor's mother. Today's overdue, but it still hurts. On Wall Street today, stocks closed mixed. The Dow closed down 86 points. The Nasdaq climbed 52 points. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by 
Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 703 on WTOP, Thursday evening, August 4th, 2022. DuPont Circle at 80 degrees, still some storms in the region. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. Our area has been walloped with some strong storms. Is another round on the way? Let's get a live update from Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. And Michelle, the bottom line is no. Another round is not on the way until tomorrow, it looks like, when we will be dealing uh, with a forecast that's very similar to today. Severe thunderstorm across much of D.C. right now and into western Prince George's County. This is going to be impacting the district itself, Landover, Suitland, and moving towards Lanham here over the next uh, 15 to 20 minutes. This is also an area that has seen a tremendous amount of rain already, so there's going to be a lot of standing water across many of the roadways here in the district and in Prince George's. County. We're watching a couple of more storms that are popping just to the south of Washington. They are not severe, and it looks like uh, the threat of severe weather will continue to diminish over the next hour. But nevertheless, right now, heavy weather across D.C. and primarily northeast of D.C. heading towards Baltimore. More coming up at 7.08. Appreciate it very much. Ryan Miller there. More breaking news at 7.04. A D.C. library police officer is shot to death this afternoon during a training exercise at a library in Southeast. WTOP Sarah Jacobs is at the scene. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says the special police officer was shot during an exercise involving baton training. It's an extendable baton that police officers and security officers that they use. It's the old like, nightstick, but it's the extendable one. It was being conducted by a person who retired from the Metropolitan Police Department almost two years ago and who was acting in his personal capacity as a professional trainer. And he was contracted by the library police to conduct training with some of their, some of their officers. The chief says he does not know why there was a live firearm in that training. The retired officer has not been identified. He is under investigation. The name of the special police officer is being withheld until her family is notified. At the Anacostia Library in Southeast D.C., Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Now to an investigation you'll hear only on WTOP. The interim directors of two troubled D.C. agencies appointed by the mayor have been serving far longer than D.C. law allows. But lawmakers say it is the mayor who flouted the law. Leading the Department of Forensic Sciences since May of last year, Anthony Crispino is still in the position some 430 days later. At the Office of Unified Communications, which acts as the district's 911 call center, two interim director's leadership has spanned more than 550 days. Problem is, D.C. law only allows for them to be paid in an interim capacity for 180 days without the mayor's formal nomination of a director to the council. By failing to do so, Councilmember Charles Allen acknowledges that Bowser has put her appointee's paychecks on the chopping block. These are two incredibly important agencies where the city needs to know, the council needs to know, I need to know, what are the leadership plans for each of them? Neither Allen nor WTOP have heard back after reaching out to the mayor's office for clarification on the plan for the agency's leadership. Read our full investigation at WTOP.com. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Now to Fairfax County. More safety measures have been added to an intersection, reminding drivers to watch their speed after two high school students were killed earlier in the year in June. WTOP's Melissa Howell with that story. The county's Board of Supervisors has approved a plan to put up signs reminding drivers to watch for children and making clear anyone caught speeding will face an additional $200 fine. You know, signs don't fix everything, but they are part of our education and, you know, hopefully enforcement campaign uh, working together side by side. Fair 
Fairfax County Supervisor Dahlia Polchik. The signs will go up near the Five Oaks Road and Blake Lane intersection. Drivers will also face fines for speeding between Sutton Road and Route 29. Polchik says they're now considering targeted enforcement, possible improvements to the district's crossing guard program, and other additional tools. Let's see what we can do, um, bringing kind of all of our teams and all of our agencies together on this. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Those toll lanes on I-66 are expected to open in less than six months, and crews are racing to complete the massive project. Inside Nova reports the 22-and-a-half-mile project remains on schedule for a December opening, but a lot of work remains. That includes a bridge for the interchange with Route 28, as well as a ramp reconfiguration at Stringfellow Road in Fairfax. When they do open, those lanes will run the same way similar lanes do elsewhere in Northern Virginia with dynamic pricing. We are looking at some very powerful thunderstorms. They are in most of